Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to Starbucks. I'm your host, Anthony DiNardo. With me this morning, we got, as always, Jim Rosati. Happy, Jim. You're so red. <laughs> I know. Like, I I could feel myself getting sunburnt yesterday the entire time, and uh, I didn't realize it was going to be this bad. And, uh, yeah, I woke up today, and I looked at myself in the mirror, and I was like, well, we're a little You're burnt. S- so, yeah, so we're a little red. we're a little burnt. <laughs> the worst is because I was wearing my hat like this. Let me show everybody this. Let me show everybody this. That right there. <laughs> <laughs> I basically have to wear a hat now for the rest of the uh the week at least or I'm just going to look silly. This even looks silly, but you already look silly. Yeah. I already look silly. I mean, are you going to like tan the rest of that out? <laughs> are you just going to show up to Bradenton again in two weeks? With your no, I think in, t- in two weeks I should be all right. Okay. This will get normal in a week. Well, I'm not shocked because I did see you yesterday. Uh, I saw yeah. how you were already ready yesterday. Maybe I'm shocked on this level again, like this quickly, this early in the morning. <laughs> it does. It's got a little bit of a shock but, factor to it. Well, and like but, uh, if I turn this light on, if I turn this light on, I think it even looks a little worse. It's like, I don't know. Nah, I didn't notice anything. Yeah. Thank you, Anthony. Anthony says it brings out the gray in my beard. I appreciate that. Wow. <laughs> Now that we got that out of the way, should we tell everyone why you're so red and why I saw you yesterday? Yeah, let's get into that. So, uh, oh, I guess we got we got shots, right? This is our first shot? Yeah, we'll make this our single shot. All right, here's our single shot. Got to remember these transitions, Jim. So, where are you at right now? You look like you're in a I am, uh, yeah, I am at a, uh, I'm at a hotel in downtown Bradenton, Florida. So yeah, I, uh, I was, I came, was, was trying to get here Friday night, ended up getting here early Saturday morning due to some, uh, some mix up by an airline. And, uh, yeah, so I got here early Saturday, you know, we got together, went to the game in Clearwater on Saturday um pirates phillies and then yesterday pirates twins at uh leacon park so just a quick little weekend um i didn't have anything going on this weekend saw that there were two games kind of real close i was really going to come down here with uh one of my buddies who is a phillies fan and his flight ended up getting canceled on the way down here so uh unfortunately he couldn't come but but you drove down from jacksonville and uh I went to a couple games, so yeah, it was yeah, it was a fun weekend. 
It was a fun weekend. It was uh, like the precursor. I think we've told everyone. If not, if you haven't heard, we will be down there. And it's not as a whole. All four of us will be down there March 19th to the 26th. Um, but yeah, like you said, you wanted to come down for a weekend. I had nothing going on. Let me come down with you as well. Check out some games. So it was a good time. Like you said, it was a, it was a quick little trip. I mean, I'm back home. You're still there. But even for you, it's a quick little trip. Weekend getaway, Bradenton. Um, it was cool. It was fun. Good weather. Good weather. Almost too good a weather, as you can see from my face. <laughs> Jim doesn't know how to take <laughs> the sun. <laughs> well, you know what it was? I mean, that was really well, let's let's be honest, that was my first sun experience of the year. Like my first real sun experience of the year. And I was just being a stupid idiot and I didn't think ahead and I didn't put anything on my face whatsoever. So uh here we are. Lesson learned. This won't happen again. Right. It's always bound to happen once a year. You gotta ease yourself into it, Jim. I mean, like I understand you are in Kentucky, but there's been some nice days up until this point, right? Right, but on those nice days, I'm not, I'm typically not like standing in the sun for four hours. You should stand in the sun for an hour, <laughs> just just to get a little bit of sun before you do this to yourself. Well, because like it's been sunny, but it's also been like fifty degrees, you know. So. Mm-hmm. Not sunny and 80 like it was yesterday. Yeah. Well, anyways, I mean, to our trip, uh, it was a good time. Um, we, I mean, we saw two games, like you said. I, so you had the mix up at the airport Friday night. I was driving down Saturday morning to meet you. I mean, the, the whole idea was I was going to pick up the airport. We're going to go to the game. It's usually like a three, three and a half hour drive for me. And I left at eight o'clock in the morning. Give myself a little bit of a cushion. Leave at eight o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. I didn't show up to the game till one twenty-five. I mean, it was stupidly ridiculous. Um, and it, like, actually, what really pissed me off too was the fact that like Saturday, Rich Hill was pitching. I was kind of intrigued and interested to see that, and I missed all of Rich Hill's start. So, but you got to see it. Um, let's maybe discuss. I can't discuss from personal thoughts, but let's discuss maybe Rich Hill. What you saw out of Rich and. Uh, his performance in uh in Clearwater. Yeah, so when you're at the game, you know, you don't really get to see all the angles and stuff that you would normally see at home, but I can say this, like when it came to Rich Hill, the one thing that kind of impressed me in the in the two innings that he worked uh is how he kept hitters um just off balance. Like they they weren't really expecting him. Uh he utilized his like really slow sweeping breaking ball with the, the 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 arm slot, the really low arm slot coming in from from sidearm, he utilized that a couple times, um, and and it seemed to pretty much work every time he tried doing that. Uh, but no, just a really good job overall of just pitching. It seemed like by Rich Hill, which you know that's kind of what you want to see him do this early in spring is just kind of get a feel for all of his pitches. And based off of what I saw, he looked pretty good. Phillies hitters looked pretty. Uh, like I said not. They they were not in sync with his with his pitches. They were not making good contact. So, yeah, good stuff out of Rich Hill. Something that you you want to see out of him early on. Yeah, yep. That's basically what you told me when I got there. So thank you for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Since I didn't get to see it, you're welcome. Yeah, uh, and I missed this comment, but Anthony saying, "Is this a story about Donardo being late?" Yes, it was. 
it's not my fault, but yes, it was. Um, but I don't know. So, okay. So Rich Hill, again, that was my biggest thing. I want to see Rich Hill in that game. Um, it was a pretty solid lineup as well. Uh, was there anything else like in that game that you want to take note of? I know Harleen Garcia got injured in that game as well. No update really yet on him. Yeah. The, I guess the one thing that, that, you know, just to kind of touch on, you know, there were some stories about Key Brian Hayes and, and, you know, getting some launch angle this year. He had a really nice hit off of uh, Aaron Nola in the uh, first inning, uh, second batter of the game, actually. So he, uh, you know, drove it deep, deep to left center field, uh, you know, maybe five feet short of a home run, but he, he hit a triple on it. So, uh, you know, he had the home run earlier in the week. He had that triple off of, you know, obviously a very good pitcher in Aaron Nola. So, you're seeing some better um, like bat behavior out of Cabrian Hayes so far. Now we've seen Cabrian Hayes have like monster springs in the past, so you know I, I guess we'll wait until the season starts to to kind of really see see what he does. But uh, but yeah, I think you got to be happy with what you see so far out of Cabrian Hayes. He's only played three games, but you, you got to like what you've seen out of him so far. Yeah, I mean honestly. <sighs> What you just said right there, I think a lot of people need to hear. He's only played three games. Most of these people have only played like three, four, just a handful of games, right? I mean, at the the most, some of these guys have like 10, 12 plate appearances. So like some of the reactions to whatever their stats are right now, first off, it's spring. Second off, like one hit can change. One hit can make some of these guys a 200 hitter or a 300 hitter. Right. So like. Everyone reads like yeah. I've seen a lot of stuff right now about like this person's batting average or this person's ERA. Chill, chill. Yeah. That's not what you take from spring. First off, if Kevin Newman has taught you anything, <laughs> and secondly, just chill. But um, like the things that you do want to see in this is like what you're saying. Like Brian Hayes right now, I don't care what his batting average even is, but what I am liking is how hard that ball is being hit. How, like you said, the angle, like it's where being it's going. driven, yeah. And so far, so good, you know. And and reasons why you talked about it in the offseason, he discussed that this is stuff he's looked into. He's pissed, <laughs> and uh, you know, he's looked into his batting uh, data metrics and stuff. And like mm-hmm. he he's buying into the whole launch angle. He's buying into this different stuff, and like he's changing his swing. He's he wants to be good, obviously, but um. Like he's seeking out things. He wants to be a better hitter. So you heard him say this, and now you're starting to see it in action. So yes, like that is very intriguing. Does it need to keep up? Yeah. Do you want to see in the regular season? Yes. But like in those three games, this is what I want to see. And this is what I'm seeing. Well, I didn't quite see it because I also missed the triple, but I was told by you about it. So that's what matters also. Yeah, <laughs> so so far we've discussed our trip and, and the two most impactful things that have happened, you weren't there for. So. Right. <laughs> then once wanna... I got there, it was basically all the subs took yeah. place and then everyone was terrible. And, and I mean, I want to add in, we'll, we'll, we don't want to spend too much time on this, but no, it was a fun trip, fun trip overall. Um, good little prequel to, to the week when, you know, all of us are going to be down here. I can't wait for that. That'll be a lot of fun. Um, but Again, another, another, just, just a couple things that I've noticed, you know, at the games, um, Kyle Nicholas, you know, who I've not really ever been that high on looked really impressive against the Phillies on Saturday. Um, 
you know, I, I, I could definitely see something happening there where, where he turns into a pretty, a pretty good relief pitcher. He, he, he impressed me with how he looked, um, just, just his pitches and his stuff. But yeah, that was, that was the other kind of main takeaway. And, uh, we saw Andrew McCutcheon yesterday in a Pirates uniform, so that's always that's cool to see. You know, I mean, and, and just just from a sentimental value, like hadn't seen that in a long time. That was pretty pretty neat seeing Cutch in a Pirates jersey. Yeah, he walked out right underneath us. Um, Jim's highlight, Jim's low light, is Jim didn't get a baseball yesterday. He <laughs> he tried to battle with all the little kids, but they over they overcame and won. Jim left baseball. I was not battling. Like, let me get that. I'm going to make you were that fighting sure that's kids. out there. No, I was not you were, fighting kids. Yes, you were. The, if a kid that's wanted a baseball. Story. No, you were. It was the kid's baseball. Jim, you pushed If there were no kids, you then kid. I would have taken it. a ball. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Justice and Alex? Because they were there too. So they, they know. <laughs> no, no lie. Jim's standing there. He's like, Denardo, this is a perfect spot to get a baseball. And it was. Like because the kids, all these kept, kids rushed over and took the spot. And I swear, these kids throughout the course of the game, they got fifteen balls. Oh yeah, easy. <laughs> like fifteen. <laughs> I'm talking like a dozen or more. Right. So it was a great spot, but you got it. You got to let the kid have the balls, you know, before you. That's right. <laughs> but like you said, the highlight you saw Andrew McCutcheon walk out from underneath us, and then we were there, and Andrew McCutcheon left the game injured. So that's that's good. No, so so far we're hearing from him like nothing broken. It, it sounds like, um, like some loose reporting I've seen on Twitter, but uh, hopefully he's okay. Yeah, so far it's just you know discomfort because right. he was removed for discomfort. So yeah, so that was our spring training trip, uh, and then I left pretty much right after the the game. Got home at like nine last night. So overall, it was a decent weekend. It was is a nice little getaway. Now I feel like. To prepare us for mm-hmm. the upcoming uh in two weeks, that is. Two weeks. I'll make sure I bring sunscreen that time too. Yeah, you better. Yeah. Bring enough for Tyler and Cody too. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be the first need, time seeing this. We're gonna need we're gonna need some sunscreen. <laughs> All right. Should we get into our second shot? Let's do it. So, a couple things. I think the first thing we'll talk about is um, something very interesting. Something that's happened right away uh, and something that took place when we were at the game yesterday. But Ryan Reynolds, this whole offseason, a lot of discussion. Are you going to trade him? Are you going to extend him? I mean, he's a top five center fielder. Now, all of a sudden, he's a left fielder. <laughs> um. I, again, it's been interesting so far, but every game he started, he's been in left field. So, albeit it's early in spring training, again, keep talking, handful of games. But is there something you're taking away from this right now, Jim? And I think, um, I mean, I think as of right now, Brian Reynolds is a left fielder. I don't know. Like, I mean, Jack Sawinski has been playing center field pretty much every single time Reynolds has been in the lineup um, and Reynolds has been in left or he's DH'd. Um, they were talking, they were doing, showing videos from camp and Reynolds is taking 
you know, drills from left field, not center field. So I don't know. Um, I mean, obviously we'll see here in the next week or so if this continues. Um, and, you know, if he, if he stays in left field this whole spring, then you just got to kind of assume he's your, he's your left fielder going forward. But yeah, as of right now, we have yet to see Brian Reynolds, who, you know, many regard as a top five or six center fielder in Major League Baseball. We've yet to see him in center field. So uh, just an interesting development. I think it's just kind of funny, the timing of it. You could argue this, this, is, this is best for the team, and, and I think you could definitely make that argument. Out of the, the 30 center fielders who played 500 or more innings last year in center field in Major League Baseball, uh, Brian Reynolds ranked last in defense on fan graphs. So uh, it definitely makes sense that he could play left field. I could kind of see maybe like a timeshare going forward. And this is just kind of me thinking ahead. Maybe Brian Reynolds is the left fielder against righties when Swinsky's in the game. Mm. And then against lefties when Swinsky's not playing, Reynolds, you know, moves into center and, you know, Connor Joe or somebody plays plays left field. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it goes. But right now, Reynolds hasn't been a, uh, been a center fielder yet this spring. Right. Yeah, it's one of those things too, right? It's, it's early, so they could just be trying to see something. Or it's not like he needs the reps in left field. The guy came up as a left fielder. I mean, let's start a few years back where we were talking and having a discussion of, is Brian Reynolds going to be a center fielder? Like this doesn't sound like a good idea, but by default he kind of has to be. But you know, I'm not sure if he has the defense to be there. And he actually played a really good center field for us that one year. And it's like, okay, forget it. He's good. He can play center field. Um, and last year it wasn't that good. So, like how you said, it kind of makes sense that like him going to left field isn't like the end of the world. It's not like, oh my god, how are you dicking over this player? Like it makes sense. It's just that, is there really a guy here to take center field from him? Like, think about Kutch and Marte. I mean, Marte, it just screamed. Like, I mean, that guy put him in center. He belongs there. And, like, I don't see that this year in this club. It's not like there's someone that really pushed him off. Now, albeit, Sawinski had favorable measures last year. But kind of like the year with, you know, with Brian Reynolds in center field, like, that surprised us. Like, he wasn't known mm-hmm. for his defense. Now, the... the the uh, underlying numbers like kind of show like he he was he was good defensively out there, and yep. he played center field a little bit last year. So like I could maybe undersee it, but still like Swinsky isn't that guy for me to push off my star player from center field. Um, so that's what's a little interesting to me. Um, but again, like I'm okay with it. It it kind of makes sense defensively if Swinsky can you know play it that well. Um. But yeah, so far, like nothing in center. Uh, I'm wondering how long this goes into spring training to kind of give us that caveat of like, this is, this is legit. So I guess more or less what you're saying is just keep an eye out on it for right now. Keep an eye out on it. Um, and I think it, it kind of gives us an idea that, you know, I, I think Sawinski definitely has the the inside track, you know, out of all these guys when it comes to that, mm-hmm. you know, who's, who's going to be starting in the outfield. Um, yeah. You mentioned like pushing Reynolds off, like you would think that maybe somebody like Swaggerty, right. With his defensive abilities, if he were to, to, you know, take the reins on a starting job someday, like he could maybe do it, but yeah. Sawinski's not who you would think of your, you know, your tro- prototypical center field type 
type defender. But again, he did play well according to the metrics out there last year. So it could be something that they're going to try. But, you know, Brian Reynolds also played well according to the ref- the metrics two years ago. He was just really bad last year. So, right. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how it goes. Just some, again, something to keep an eye on. Hasn't played center field yet this spring. So if that continues, God imagine he's the left fielder. For sure. All right. So Brian Reynolds, left fielder to be continued. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's get to our triple shot. So another thing to look into um, this year was, of course, like the second base position battle. Um, you know, who's really going to take the reins? It's it's not as if I feel like if you talked about a few years ago, who would have second base this year? The guys aren't there. Like, and the big part of it is like Rodolfo Castro. Like he kind of came out of nowhere. Um, it's kind of cemented himself as a potential fit for second. Uh, heading into this year, I think like he had the inside track. We all were intrigued about uh, Rodolfo Castro. So let's talk about center base position battle. Uh, at this point in time, Castro batting again, handful of stats, right? Castro with the yeah. team lead, 13 at bats, uh, batting 231. And, you know, where's Bay? Yeah, Bay with 12 at bats as well, batting 083. I think those are like the two top dogs that you're probably going into this year thinking of who might battle out. There's some others, um, but it's not like anyone's like really taking the reins right now from second base. So, Oh, let's talk about second base. What do you think right now heading into this year? Who's, who's got in that battle? Yeah, I think, um, you know, going into spring training, this was really the only, uh, this is probably the most interesting competition. Right. And, and I, I don't know how much of a competition it was. Like, I, I think, I think Castro going into this had a pretty good hold on the position, but you know, if Castro maybe has a terrible spring, and Bay has and Bay looks amazing, then maybe that's where Bay can kind of take a little bit of a hold here. So far, that hasn't happened, right? Castro's spring has been okay. You know, it's been a week, but he's got a home run. He's got leads the team and, and you know, runs batted in and with five. He, he struck out, you know, <laughs> about half of his plate appearances so far, but, you know, he's, he hasn't looked awful by any means. Um, and G1 Bay, on the other hand, hasn't looked good at all, right? And again, it's just 12, 12 at bats, but you know he's one for twelve, has you know a stolen base in there as well. But uh, Bay hasn't played well. Castro hasn't played great, but you know he's been better than Bay. And I think with him already kind of having that inside track to the position, Castro is kind of looking like that guy who's going to be the opening day second baseman. And I think that's kind of what we all thought was going to be the case, but. You know, Bay definitely has a chance. It's just Bay's not doing what he needs to do to take a hold of that chance um, thus far. But a lot of spring left. But I think Castro right now has the inside track. Yeah, I think you pretty much nailed it on the head right there, too. You know, I mean, again, for one, it's so early. But the strikeouts for both of them, you know, you talk about Castro with six strikeouts um, and Bay has five. And like the thing about Bay is, he 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 needs to make contact. Yeah, that's his like his speed is his major thing, right? His contact skills, like he needs to be hitting like three hundred to be productive because he doesn't have power. Uh, I think there's a, like a little bit of sneaky power. Like we talked about the past couple years, how you know he's gotten 
like eight or nine home runs in a season. Like, okay, so maybe there's a little bit of power that makes him a little more intriguing. That he's not just like a slap hitter, but it doesn't hit enough power to make that difference. Like he needs to get on base. Uh, like the thing about Castro is you could have a low batting average for him and still see production. Uh, like this kind of proves it. Like you look at his stat line, 231, yeah. 231, 462 slugging. <laughs> like I can see that from Adolfo Castro. Uh, you can live with that. Um, so I'm with you. Like I felt like because of like all we keep talking, he is so toolsy. Like everything with Castro, he has so much. We said like in a degree, he's cruise light, right? Like he mm. can throw hard. He can run pretty fast. He's so athletic. You know, he has some power. He's nothing like O'Neill Cruz, but if you squint hard enough, right? Like it's a little, it's a little cruise light in there. Kind of like yeah. we joke about Marcano being Tucker light. Uh, but anyways, uh, with, like again, like you are intrigued by Castro with the stuff that he can do. Um, but I would say like heading into this year, like you said, he had the inside track, but what Castro also presents is he's that dude that could probably lose it in spring based off like he could, he, he can go into a slump, you know, have a bad spring and Bay could just be hitting around and it's like, okay, you got to give Bay the second, uh, second base job, but Bay's not giving him that push like at all right now. Uh, and again, yeah. not saying like they, they can't have a good spring you know, the rest of the season. Not saying that Casho can't end it that way too. But so far, what you're seeing, I'm with you. You know, the strikeouts are concerning for Bay. I think more than even Casho. Yeah, um, I, I think Bay still has a role on this team. Um, like I think you know, if you're if you're looking at another competition, it's you know who's going to be that that backup infielder, right? Because then you, you you're looking at you know whoever loses the second base battle. And you're you're combining Marcano and Chris Owings in there, you know, and you know, Triolo maybe um, is in there too. So you're looking at some people. I don't know what happened to Donardo. He just fell off here, but um, you're looking at some people who are competing for that backup spot. I think Bay has the clear inside track to that. Where you know, I I like Bay there a lot more than I would like someone like. Marcano, because I think Bay at least provides some sort of uh, offensive upside to him, uh, along with his versatility. Whereas I don't think Marcano can hit at all. So I'll, uh, you know, give me Bay as that extra guy on the roster. But yeah, I think as of right now, as I, I would have had Ro- Castro ahead of Bay, and, and that hasn't changed from what we've seen from from his first full week. Right. Yeah, we don't need to talk about Marcano too much, I feel, because I think both of us <laughs> have just like almost from day one. I know you had your little shtick there yeah. for a week, but that was clearly a shtick. Um, it just, there's been nothing. We didn't understand the trade that much, but it was like, let's believe in Ben. Marcano hasn't shown anything since then to warrant, like, okay, there's, there's a reason to target Marcano in all these deals that Ben was trying to do. And I'm with you. Like I just, there's nothing about Marcano that stands out. So yes, I want Bay to take that role as well, and I think he can. Yeah, and I mean, I think Chris Owings is someone to keep an eye on because he's he's maybe the most he's definitely the most experienced out of all the guys. I mean, he's played in parts of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ten major league seasons. Chris Owings has, so you know he he's been around. Um, He's actually had a pretty good spring in the little that we've seen him so far. But I think in order to knock somebody off the roster, he's going to have to like really open up some eyes. And 
I don't know if he's quite doing that, but I, I noticed yesterday some Chris Owings chatter on Twitter um, after he hit you know his home run yesterday, and I would uh, I, I would say you know maybe back off that a little bit. I don't see Chris Owings making this team as of right now. Um, I mean, I've seen weirder things happen, but I, I think with the with the collection of middle infield types that are on this roster. You know they they'd rather go with one of those guys than than Chris Owings, who they would need to, you know, boot boot one of those guys probably off the roster in order to make that happen. So, right as of right now, I don't see Chris Owings in there. But you know, I think I think Bay's got that. I think Bay's got that last infield spot kind of locked down right now. I think the one thing that well, two things that Chris Owings presents, which doesn't warrant it's a high enough level that he's gonna make the team for but like you said the veteran presence like he is a vet he's experienced there but he does play a shortstop like for real excuse me unlike a castro bay and such who can fake the funk for maybe a little bit so like if there was an injury for cruz we've talked like who's going to take that i guess piguero you know maybe discussed maybe coming up or whatever but we you know like his defense and especially Eric talking about the yips, you know, um, right. like Chris Owings, like he can play, he can play the position. So that could be your, like your way of allowing Pagaro to still develop. Right. You can have Chris Owings there. So that's the one thing he, like I said, he, he brings, but I don't know if that's enough to, like you're saying, keep Bay from making the roster or such. Um, so I'm with you. I, I do. I like Bay's skill set. Um, it limits him, right. Because of the lack of power and such, but I think he's, I think he can be, a good enough utility type player, you know? So yeah, I'm hoping I agree. I'm hopeful for, for that for this year from him. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. So again, like the whole, not, not too much to really discuss right now. I mean, spring training is starting. So you're starting to see some games, some action. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it hasn't been real fun so far for the Pittsburgh pirates. Uh, a lot of strikeouts, not a whole, not a whole lot of power that we've seen. Except from, you know, hey, MVP Drew Maggi. See, making yeah, the Drew club. Maggi, Drew Maggi looks really good. No, definitely not making the club, but no. it's, a, it's a fun, feel good story. Um, Justice De Los Santos, you know, wrote, a, wrote an article about him, you know, kind of profiling him. So plug in that for Justice. There you go, Justice. But um, no, it's, a, it's an interesting story because, I mean, he's been around forever, right? And he has, I think, two or three days of Major League Service time, but has never actually appeared in the game. So, I mean, yeah. dude's been in baseball for a while now. No game. So, you know, fun We were discussing it yesterday. You yeah, and I. Were like, will he ever get a, a plate appearances in the Avengers? Yeah. And we decided it was going to be Tampa Bay, right? It's going to be with Tampa. He's going to hit home run. <laughs> yeah. He's going to go one for one, Tampa <laughs> Bay with a home run. With, with it's, Yeah, one for one with like a game-changing home run for the Tampa Bay Rays. And that'll right. be it. Yeah, <laughs> book it. <laughs> that makes sense, <laughs> right? So cool, cool, cool. Uh, that I think pretty much wraps up the show. Um, unless there was anything else you maybe wanted to discuss. Yeah, and Davis got a walk yesterday too. Yeah, he did. He came pitches. in for he came in for Kutch. So, yeah. all right. So then I guess I'll wrap it up. Uh, we will be back again this week with another WNS9+. Plus. Speaking of Justice, he's going to be on the show this week with us. 
Um, well, I guess we'll talk to you then. Sounds good. So, <laughs> bye-bye. <laughs> See you guys. Hey, you all. Thank you for watching. I know we try to provide the most entertaining content that we can, uh, and we'd love to spread it to as many people as possible. So uh, I know it doesn't seem like a lot, but if you could take the five seconds to like this video and subscribe to the page, it helps out so much more than you know. Thank you, and let's go Bucks.